podcast. A Harrison Ford podcast where we usually talk about Harrison Ford films. But now we're just talking about one where he was a consultant. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, he did give advice. He did. He had some lunch with the... Uh, Alton the, Aaron Reich. Yeah, you just keep saying his name. Because I can, I know it now. He's such an amazing actor, and I was very excited when he was cast. He is charming. Very I wasn't excited charming. when he was cast because I didn't think he... I didn't think he looked like Harrison Ford. A lot of people didn't, and I, I also was but in that camp. Does. But he does. It's weird. I didn't think he looked like Harrison Ford. I didn't think he was tall enough, and he's both. Because, like, there's a interview that they just did where Harrison Ford surprised Alden Ehrenreich. Oh, and, like, it's so great. Up. Yeah. And he stands up and they're like the exact yeah. same height. And He's I was like, like, get out of my chair. <laughs> yeah, but they're like the same height. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, I, I can't tell heights by yeah. looking at No, he seems like, like a shorter person than he would be. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was my same problem with, uh, especially then I thought he was short and I met him and was like, whoa. Yeah. And I think I just can't tell heights. <laughs> I think it's, I it's hard heights, yeah, in you know television and film sometimes you're comparing it to other people sometimes they're on um an, an apple box and yeah. you can't tell so they like seem taller Junior's entire career is on an <laughs> apple box yeah if you're in a scene with Kristen Chenoweth she's probably on an apple box yeah, yeah. if especially in pushing daisies because Lee Pace was eight, is eight feet tall yeah she's, she's in, like it, she's in scenes with Alice and Janney in the West Wing I think at some point she's like are we the same species <laughs> Yeah, because Alice and Janie yeah. is six foot tall. Listen, you know, I I always want artists to do well. So I was I wanted to be positive about it. I did go in with no expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think also you have to go, could he be a younger version of what we see Han looking like in Star Wars? Yeah. Could he be a younger version of Harrison Ford? No. But I believe it. I thought he did a great job. He did what? Um, Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto did in Star Wars mm-hmm. where he took an aspect of Han Solo and he said, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do my own thing, which is the smart way to do when you're playing an iconic character. Agreed. Because if you try and imitate it, it fails. Like Carl Urban is the exception to that rule. Like he is a, he is bones and he is a great bones mm-hmm. and he straight up is mimicking DeForest Kelly in yeah. a lot of ways. And I think you you don't want to go down that road unless you're like confident like you can do this and i think the way alden did it where he was just like i'm gonna just take that like swagger that is unjustified that han solo has like he thinks he can do these things you're like you you hands down can't do that and Mm -hmm. he always kind of messes it up and he took that and it worked like i was like that great and there's sort of like a graveliness of like chewing certain words but not all the words Mm -hmm. that he did really well i mean he said he watched all the movies and he's did the squint thing a lot. Oh, yeah. He squint At the very end, there's this scene where he like, he like squinted and was like, okay. And he like, kind of was like, sure, whatever. And squinted at them and walked away. And I was like, that is very Harrison Ford. And this is something, uh, I had really only seen him when this was announced in Hail Caesar. Right. He's my favorite part of Hail Caesar. I didn't know who he was going in. He's charming as shit. So now. charming. But he's also doing, not necessarily an impression, but he's doing a certain kind of movie star at that time that a lot of people today may not be as familiar yeah. with. This sort of Southern, um, not a Western star, but someone who is a Western type person, but they were being comedies and they would sing and they would do rope tricks. Yeah. And so it's a very specific kind of movie star for that particular time. And he, he took it on so well. It was uncanny to me that I thought if anyone can do it, I, this kid can probably do it. And so yeah. I was hoping, you know, I wanted it to do well because I, again, don't want artists to fail. I want them to do well. But I did go in having no expectations. 
I think that's all. the way to go into this yeah. movie. If you go in, like I, I understand my one, my one friend, she's been on the podcast. Hannah loves Luke Skywalker. Yes, she does. So for me, I want a young Luke Skywalker movie because I don't care as much about Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that would be fun. She's like, I don't want them to touch it. Like if it's if it's not marketing, I don't. And she was in the same boat that I was about Solo, and they were giving me shit because I was like, I don't want to see this. This is not here's board. And a lot of people were in your camp as well. They but said I they like didn't it. want it. They didn't want. And so I'm, that's why I'm so glad. I was so glad that you liked it. Well, I think also part of the problem is, okay, so for growing up, we were always aware, and like me and Leah have talked about this. We were aware of like the fact that Harrison Ford was now old. So we would watch those movies. We'd be in love with Han Solo. And we're like, well, there's Han Solo is we can't, we can't have that. Mm-hmm. This movie, we're like, this is like the first time that I can be attracted to Han Solo. And it'd be like a young enough guy that I could like. Yeah, that's funny. Actually. And like, it was like, it was like this weird feeling watching this movie. I'm like, wow, I can re- actually find Han Solo attractive and not be weird about it. Where before it was like, yeah, I'm finding a now 70-year-old man attractive. But like, this was like a Han Solo yeah. that I could think was cute. And it was a weird experience. Because we always grew up with these movies being like, yeah, we could like Hayden Christensen and stuff. But it was like, it was yeah. never someone our age. And now it is. I love that they, and again, I haven't read the comics or the, you know, the, the it's called The Legacy. No, what do they call the books that no longer count in canon? Are you talking about the EU? Yes, but isn't is there another name for it that they call it? Um, no, I just know it as the EU. It's like the extended universe. Yeah, but the, the it's no longer in canon, so they, they. I think it's called Legacy. It is Legacy. I okay. think it's the Star Wars Legacy. Thank you, because um, I know they call um, the the original trilogy players Legacy players, but I wasn't sure if that was the same. But anyway, right. everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, that you know that Han did work for the Empire, and that you know he met Chewie because he he saved him, and that's why he has a life debt and. <laughs> And they, they, I mean, they didn't do it exactly the same way, but they did. No, but my, that's my new favorite theory is that Hansel thinks that Chewbacca has been his friend this whole time because they don't address the life debt. Like we know that Chewie has a life debt to Han and that this is showing how the life debt comes to be. Oh my God. That's I funny. hope that Han is just like, this is my best friend. Chewie's like, I have a life debt to you. I like, we're together, but. <laughs> This is not because we were best friends. Yeah, and uh, when does he go off and have a family? Because his, his wife is there. No, but that's not Malia. Because we. But they called her name. No, someone called her name, and she turns her head. He says Malia, Do they? and he turns her. Yeah, because we. I need to see it again because my friend and I were so upset. I was like, I thought we were gonna get Malia. <laughs> we were so I mean, excited. Listen, I'm pretty sure it's her because he. The, one of the guys yells her name. She turns her head, so it acknowledges that's her name. Looks at Chewie, and he's like, "Go." Well, I think they already have a family. They would have to at this point because Lumpy, right? Isn't that the little kid? Yeah, but Lumpy is like 50 years old. Oh, so 50 is like a kid? You're like, yeah, yeah. It's like okay. he's an insane amount of years old. So it, like, takes you, it takes you a while to not be Become a kid. A <laughs> if you're 200 years old. Well, look at, yeah, look at, look at Chewie. He was 200 and he goes, you look yeah. good for your age. You look really good for your age. You're 190? You look really good. Yeah. Like they had such great. He knew how to talk to Chewie, and I, I did like the fact that at the beginning he did speak, you know, his language. So you got like, he the, yeah, spoke, spoke Cheryl, yeah, and that eventually just became sort of shorthand. He didn't have to, and they could both like talk to each other in their own language. Um, but you know, when when they threw him in with the monster, I was like, it's Chewie. Oh, the minute they said the beast, me and my friend yeah. were sitting beside you, and we went, 
gonna be chewy. So, so that whole that whole scene, unfortunately, was not like the the way it was filmed. I think they wanted you to be like, oh no, it's like with Luke. And I was like, I, I'm not scared for Han at all. That's chewy. No, yeah, it's true. But also, I gasped like a little kid like four times the minute they said Kessel for the first time. Uh, and apparently, my brother did the same thing. Like his fiance goes, no, he just went. Oh, they're gonna do the Kessel run. Like we both were like, they're doing the Kessel run. Like yeah. we got. I was of bad. They're doing the Every time run, they but... made any sort of reference, I went, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, you could tell the people who were like huge Han fans in the theater because yeah. the minute they just said Kessel, every, everyone was like, oh, they're doing the Kessel run. And like, I mean, even when he said, what's your name? And he said, I don't have any people. And I knew it was about to happen. I went, oh. I didn't know that that's why his name was Han Solo. And it broke my heart. Wait, you didn't have any inkling at all? No. I uh, I knew I know I knew he I thought he named himself but it was better that someone else named him. See no I just thought like his name was Han Solo. I thought it was just interesting that they had named him Han Solo and oh. he's by himself. I thought it was one of those where it's like yeah, they named him Han Solo and he's a guy that's by himself, so isn't that funny? See, like, I, I don't know if it's in the himself. OT or maybe it was just something everyone assumed, but everything I read always seemed to imply the fact that this was a name that he he had taken on. I think it's in the EU that they like maybe. establish okay. it. All right. Because I like kind of I like I know enough about Han Solo but I didn't know about his name. Sure. So then my <laughs> Leah goes, Oh, you know, that Nazi man was like he seemed okay. They gave him his name. She goes, that Nazi, still a Nazi, but like he seemed okay. He was like, guys, oh, I, I thought he seemed like name. kind of a jerk. She goes, I gave this guy a name. His name was Solo. <laughs> like we gave up like the I, backstory like it, for the Nazi. I, I, I'm just thinking in the moment actually of this. Like he probably had like a quota, and was like, because the kid didn't have a de- identification, he shouldn't have let him in. So he probably like had a quota and was like, oh, okay, fine, I'll just give you. I have to give you a last name, because it was kind of snarky. Like Solo it was, it was you know, was, and then he was just like. It, what no because they come came from a family it, they name you after your tribe and he goes what's your tribe you don't have any all right solo like i think he was more like i'm tired i want to go yeah, home guys. yeah like you're by yourself great which is solo. another reason i think that han must have been really young when he i was surprised he said he knew his father but he must have been very young if he doesn't remember his last name i think when we see him leave corellia he is tops 15 Really? You think he's 15? I think he's 15 or 16 when we see him leave Corellia. Okay. And then he's like 19 while this movie's taking place. Because then if it's like 10 years before we meet him mm-hmm. in uh, Empire, or sorry, A New Hope, then that would make him 29. So I like 19. it, but he doesn't look 15 to me. No, but... But I like that Harrison idea. Ford look 29. Harrison Ford looked... <laughs> see, I, <laughs> looked we have this discussion. I, I think Han is in his 30s. I don't, because they're 19. Like I, okay. from what I remember, he was like 25 because it was outrageous that Harrison Ford was paying a 25 year old to me. I don't think Han Solo is nearly as old as we think he is. Yeah. He's just lived a hard life. I, I guess. think he is 25 yeah. and they were just like, this will well, work. And just, you're like, no, it won't. We just recorded the force awakens and having seen this movie on Friday and then watched force awakens again, it adds so much more. I was like, I said the beginning and the end and, um, I didn't I, like the dice thing. That's what I thought was discounted. Uh, that was weird because, yeah, because they, they played a card game, not a dice game. And it, No, it, I'm talking about his dice. What about his dice? His dice the, were like that Luke gave to Leia. <laughs> like the oh. fact that they were given to another woman. Me and my friend were like, yeah, I didn't like that. Like that was unnecessary because now Luke was like, here, this is from Han. And it's like, no, they went to for some other woman first. I, I forgot. You're right. I did think that I went... But wait. Yeah, that was what I didn't like because it like discounts that. And I was like, okay. And then my theory 
the reason that they kind of are like distance and not and not together anymore i think ray's parents are haunting kira and i think he meets kira no, again she can't she'd be 50 when when ray was born i read an article all about this she would Listen, have been 50 it doesn't matter my mom was 41 it doesn't matter when you have kids she could have had kids till she was 55 i'm just saying <laughs> i think ray's mother is Kira and her father's Han. See, you're I shaking your head because people don't like my theory. I'm just agree. saying I think that is what, that well, could the, the article that I read was saying that it made the Ray, they felt, I don't agree, that it made the Ray and Han story creepy because it seems like he saw his first love in Ray. No, he, yeah, because it's his daughter. It's their daughter. I think it's his daughter too. And I think they're going to, I never, I, here, here's the thing that I didn't talk about when we did Force Awakens. Sorry, guys. You'll have to listen to both episodes. Um, is watching it again after seeing Last Jedi, I do think the movie is trying to say that your family is what you make of it and not that's and your future is ahead of you and not behind you. And well, yeah, so it totally would make sense. Yeah, right? he says, um, I don't know if he said tribe or family, and Woody Harrelson says, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. Right? So that fits into this movie yeah. as well. And I think that's the Star Wars thing in general is it's the family that you make it. Yeah. Um, and it's not about where you come from. You you know, just because Darth Vader's your dad doesn't mean you're going to be a bad guy. Whatever. But um, that being said, what bugs me about The Last Jedi is an unreliable narrator, Kylo Ren, tells her, you're not important. Okay, fine. You're not part of the story. That's not true. She may not be important, but she is part of the story, which makes me doubt what he's saying. But also, they can do whatever they want in the next movie, and that happens a lot. Oh, actually, Leia's my sister. Bye. Sorry I kissed you. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't think... I think Kylo's doing it because he knows if she knows, she'll be even more powerful. It's, it's the same I thing agree. with Luke. The minute Luke found out that his father was Darth Vader, he became more powerful. It's like once you know where the, your, the origins of something and you know yeah. where you've come from, it makes you more powerful in the sense that you, um, there is an understanding of where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So you can manifest it in a different way. Because I think the fear of the unknown puts a damper on everything. So for her, she doesn't know. And so she's like, well, I am nobody. And so it's dampening her abilities. Yeah. Where if she does find out that she is a Skywalker, she is a kind of whatever she is, yeah. it can fuel that part of her that she's like close. And I off. think that she had to come to the fact that it's she is who she is without it. She needs to come to terms with that first before she can find out where she comes from. Well, I don't even think it's necessarily that. I think it's like because it's the same it, thing with Luke. But it, I think it's important. Yeah, I, no, no, I, I don't want to take this story out of if you if if you fit it into the puzzle piece because this movie says that she's not important if it if we find out later that she is a skywalker then you you could say that this is because she had to she had to be okay with the fact of just finding out who she was as herself alone solitary solo yeah no 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 i'm not i'm saying the justification of why kylo would know and say that mm-hmm. is because he recognizes the fact that she would be more powerful the oh, minute no. that she knew i agree with you yeah that's what i'm saying i was i wasn't yeah, yeah. discounting her gotcha. i'm just saying kylo knows what he's doing is he's yeah. like she her knowing her abilities and where they come from would make her a dangerous person like she'd be dangerous yeah. to kylo i just i think it's i think it's either way and i I don't think it's going to be the kind of thing where they always knew. So if they if JJ changes it, it would it would work. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the same yeah. thing as the Luke and Leia. Oh, they were always twins. Were yeah. they? Were no, they always they twins? weren't, George, no. No, and I think it's a th- it's still up in the air, and I think they're just trying to... I think now it would be even sadder if her parents were Han and Leia, because then she's, there's no, she can't talk to either of them. Yeah, the the thing that... Because it, it would I wanted Leia. Even, that's the thing. I want it even more now that, that, that Carrie's not here. But it would mirror Leia, because Leia... Mm-hmm. never got to talk to Darth Vader knowing that was her father. Luke did, yeah. Leia didn't. Mm-hmm. Leia never met her mother. It yeah. would be the same thing. Like Ray would have spoken to both of them but not known that they were yeah. her parents. And then when they both thought, she's like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, and and you, you could use some of the emotional through line that they probably were going to use with Leia in a way through Ray for Kylo. Yeah. Because she'll be talking to Luke. I, I think it'll it could fill in a lot of emotional gaps that yeah. we don't have because of Carrie. I, I just hope that they don't just n- say at the beginning of the movie that Leia's dead and then never have her presence be there. Do, they wouldn't do that. I hope so, yeah. Um, it's hard. Listen, it's hard when an actor dies. It's I don't envy them. This is a huge challenge for them to have to, to deal with, to write. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Solo. Um, so Han has a type. Uh-huh. Short brunettes. I also have a type. Butt chins and pretty eyes. Yeah, you do. He had blue eyes, and I got real excited. But I know everyone wants to compare Kira to Leia. Because well, they're the same type. But kind of, I, I felt that they have different personalities, and I'm glad they did that. They have different personalities, but they're the same kind of woman. Like, the determined woman who's going to do what she has to do. And it's like, mm-hmm. she fits into an archetype that he likes. Yeah, and a lot of people like a certain type. I, I don't think it discounts his love of Leia at all. No, you're talking to me who I have loved the same kind of man my entire yeah. life. Tall. I'm talking to the people eye. who are listening. I guess. Yeah, I was like, um, I was like, I'm aware. Like, yeah. Um, I, I think that, listen, you can have many loves in your life, but he was with Leia for 30 years. Almost 40, I guess, really. Yeah. So, it doesn't discount I that relationship at all. I didn't need a love story. I, you could have cut that out of that movie. No, I felt like we. I knew this was... Well, that's not Han Solo, though. That is the whole point, and that's the one thing I hate about this movie. Mm-hmm. Han Solo is a man who cannot talk to a woman. We have watched him. Not It took him how many years to actually talk to Leia? Like, like he is a hermit who doesn't comprehend like certain things, and I think this movie had started to do that. Like... He's in the room and he's trying to like tell her like, yeah, we'll go have sex. And he's like, I mean, we talk for a while and then there's a bed. And it's like the most like awkward way to say it. And she just yeah. looks at him. And I love that because that's the Han I love that can't talk to a so woman. So where do you feel like he no talks game. to her? No, he has no game. Yeah. I think this movie, especially in that beginning part where he's like happy and with her. I'm like, no, he has no game. I want just more of Hansel and not having any game. But I, I think it. I think a lot of that also is probably the protection he's put on his heart. No, it's. Yeah, I, I felt that this story had to be there because it it connects to why it, he couldn't admit to her i i think that was enough with his family drama that mm-hmm. i didn't need a lot okay. on top of it is what i i think yeah. there was enough of a, his character than making him have a love story i didn't they could have just been childhood best friends and needed each other like mm-hmm. they were like we've always been here together and then her betrayed it would have been the same thing you making it a love story adds a level that I didn't necessarily need. I liked it, uh, but I I expected it going in that there had to be a parallel to all of the reasons why he's put a protection over his heart. 
see, I thought he had it with her from the beginning. I think it was already always there. Yeah. I think she just made it a little worse, but I think it was always there. And I, I. Oh yeah, think totally. If she was just his friend, he wasn't completely, you know, a um, a bright-eyed boy when he meets these people. No, no, no. But I'm saying, if they He's had been just friends, they would also explain his like trepidation with really helping Luke and yeah. it would like explain other things too so it didn't necessarily need to be that he was in love yeah. with her it also could have been like he was in love with her and she kept saying no and it would have been the same deal yeah true which also could have worked mm-hmm. um I, I think it was just an unnecessary level of drama okay. with, I accept with her that. betraying him I know um I also appreciated that he killed Beckett <laughs> and the, in, the mid, in the middle of him exactly he shot first and also in the middle of him I feel this is a Larry Kasdan thing because Larry's funny Larry wrote this with his son Jake um, was in in the middle of him about to like wax poetic or, like I'm gonna teach you about life and he just shoots him in the middle of it I was like and he that's goes, you shot so me. great you shot me I would have killed you I know he's like that's why I did it but I love the fact that it was like like being like we're not cheesy and like in the middle of it but also in the fact that he's like I don't really care like I just I loved that moment so much um, my only issue with the film is not enough Lando I want my buddy cop movie with just Chewie, Lando, and yeah, and Han. and the, and again, the, it's just because I I think I went into assuming it was going to be a buddy movie between the three of them, and it wasn't. It's solo. Well, that's why, like, if she was his friend, I feel like it would have switched it enough to like everyone would have just been like a buddy cop thing, and I would have loved that. I loved yeah. this movie a lot, and I mm-hmm. think would have that it would have. I'm on the fence of like this might be my one of my favorite Star Wars movies because I love Han Solo, and I yeah. was like. The minute he was a good Han, I was like, oh, I'm sold. Well, I felt like but everyone wish... lost a loved one. So. Well, he had already lost. I think. Yes. I'm just yes. saying. Uh, but physically and, and visually if, what we're seeing. No, but I'm saying yeah. from a writing standpoint, if she had been just a friend. No, I get it. I think this whole movie would have been way more buddy cop. So it would have been like everyone would have been mm-hmm. in it more. But because it was a love story, it was like focused on that a little bit too much in the beginning okay. no i can see that and so i think yeah. we could have started a little later yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it but but, but if you because if you think about it so beckett loses his love right uh-huh. and then rio oh god i was see and i, I love, love when you rio. can sacrifice she was great and that i mean it was so early on but i was glad that you know you could sacrifice a character and when i knew what she was gonna do i was like oh man and he was well no i'm talking about rio is the monkey thing oh sorry oh wrong guy her name is something else you're but right I'm talking about rio with sorry. the like eight arms we don't have. Oh, he was great. It's about as bad as it looks, man. Um, yeah, I mean, he, lo- he lost his whole he lost his whole, his whole crew. But I'm talking about like loved like loved loved ones, right? So Han loses is Kira. Um, Beckett loses his girlfriend, whose name I can't because we don't. We're talking about this Katie really Newton. quick. Oh, she's so good in this movie. And then um, Lando loses his robot. Oh, with the feminist agenda. I loved L3. I loved her so much. And it was so interesting because she's not very droid-like, right? And um, when she was on uh, the Graham Norton show, she said that she'd never seen a Star Wars movie. So when she read the script, she didn't know what the word droid meant. And uh, didn't ask her agent or anything. But then she's in the car on the way there, and she went, wait, is a droid a robot? Oh, my God, I don't know. And she called her dad, and he didn't know. And then... I don't know why she didn't Google it, but she said that she asked the driver in front of her, or the, dri- the driver, you know, if he knew, and he's like, he didn't know. And she's like, I think it's a robot. Damn it. Okay, I'm just going to play it regular. It'll be fine. She goes in and does it. And then they were like, that was great. That was great. Um, Can I do a little more droid-like? And she thought, oh, no, 
it's a robot. It's a robot, but I'm not sure. I think they mean it's a robot. And apparently the whoever told her to do it did like sort of a hand gesture thing at the and she's like, It's a robot. It's a total robot. And then she did it like a robot and they're like, That's fine. And she thinks that actually that's why she got it. And so when I saw the movie, I went, Yeah, I think that's why you got it. Because she's not robot like. She's no. very human. Well, I think that's what makes C3PO the way he is, is like the way C3PO talks and things is very human like, but then mm-hmm. he walks like a robot. Yeah. And I think and he looks more like a human. And I think she looks more like a droid. But walked and but talks, walks like, and like, a, like a human. Yeah. And that's why she's great. And then like same thing with R2-D2. He looks like a droid. He sounds like a droid. But then he has he's the sassiest thing in the Star. And I think that's what makes the droid so great is they're all so individual. Yeah. Um, my friend made fun of me afterwards because she's like, upstairs. you cried when the robot died. I heard you. Because she was, but you didn't cry when um, when Beckett's girlfriend died. And I was like, it was new. She was just in the movie for a short time. She was great, but I didn't know. I knew the robot longer. Yeah, I got more emotional about Rio than I think anything. I was like, oh, Rio. He was just trying to he was run great. The ship. Also, Warwick Davis showed up and I went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Warwick Davis was in it. And I was I like, yeah. wow. Of course he, I was like, of course he is. And he's actually like not behind a rubber mask, which was great. I did think the little ginger um, girl with the freckles oh, she was, was going to be lovely. W- uh, Beckett and <gasps> her daughter. Me too. I, I was like, oh, she's totally going to be like, okay, dad. And I'm going to be like, when makes took, sense. Because the way the dramatic way that she took off the helmet I and the fact that, that she looked like. one and then they were like. They cut it out, maybe. This is too much. I don't know. Oh, but he runs away. I don't know. Um, I also, um, I I love the fact that, like, right before Woody Harrelson walks in, I got it. When they sort of, they're like, that someone, like, told on them. And then he's like, it's not Kira. And I was like, oh, it's Beckett. Oh, I knew it was Beckett as soon as, because Kira was sitting there, like. I know. There's no way. But I, like, it had to be but I, I, I thought that was really good. I just. Uh, See. That just goes back I to my. It. I mean, I mean, I guessed all of them, but I was fine with that. I was like, "Oh, that's gonna, oh, that's gonna happen. Oh, this is gonna happen." But like that, it's a Star Wars movie. When it's a heist movie. When, when he sits in the pilot seat, and then Chewie sits in the co-pilot seat, and the Star Wars theme started playing, I was like, "Yeah!" Like, I think I'm we so all like, applauded. I, yeah, I got so <laughs> excited. I was like, "Yes, it's Han and Chewie." Seeing this movie was like going on an amusement park ride. Yeah, li- things happen, and I had, I didn't know I had that emotional reaction to it and then it would happen i'd be like yes and i was like i felt sounds like a dude in a superhero movie i felt it was such a great it really fit into the story puzzle and it and and i i believed that he was on i mean he again it wasn't like perfect um but i believe that that's what han the hair and the face and the way he acted and I just felt for me it was about the story the story really fit into han's story to me and gwenting like I know it sounds stupid, but no, the squinting like made it. Because I was like, <clears throat> that is such a like a Harrison Ford little tick mm-hmm. that I'm like, you didn't, I didn't need your voice. I didn't need, I, you just did the squint every once in a while. And I was like, he gets that that is like the mm-hmm. quintessential. Yeah. And I I'm didn't thinking, notice it as much, but I think I might, subconsciously I probably did. For yeah. me, it was the sort of the, uh, he kind of like would chew some of his words sometimes and the graveliness of it. Well, I don't know what it is. I can only imitate guys when they like squint. And so. <laughs> We were at dinner afterwards and my friends were making fun of me because I was like, I can imitate uh, Alden Ehrenreich trying to be Han Solo and I can imitate like Sebastian Santa's Jeff Galuli at a dinner mm-hmm. table. Like those are the two I can do. And I like did the squint and they're like, yeah, you, you can't. I was like, I can just do guys squinting. I also love things when they're in his closet and they're like, it's a lot of capes. Yeah. And then they made out on the capes and I was like, not the capes. <laughs> it's like, uh, don't make, he loves little cup, like cubbies to make out in i guess oh yeah, yeah right han solo's go-to place is like mm, is this a confined area 
So I know you think he's a little space virgin. So do you think that he and Kira have ever had no, sex? No, I don't. I've never said that he was a space virgin. That is Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke, sorry, sorry. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I think I say Han Solo has no game. Game. He's had it. sex. He has no game. Okay, because I I think because yeah I think the two of them had sex because what else are you gonna do down there in that yeah, hole? No, he <laughs> just has no game. So it's a miracle that he ever got her in the first place. Because yeah. literally when he goes, I thought we'd talk a bit, and then he points at the bed. I was yeah. like. What is wrong with you mentally? Like you have no game at all. Well, yeah, of course he doesn't because they've probably been having sex in that hole since he was like 13 or something. No, but then that makes sense with like, like he has no game. Like he tries yeah. and you're like, no. But also like she was the only probably a humanoid girl down there and you know, it was easy. Well, he probably saved her life and she was probably like goo goo gaga because they're like 15. Yeah. So it was like, that's fine, whatever. But I... <laughs> he just doesn't have any game also this just came up if you think about it he's always doing it for the girl so there had to be a love interest I, it just fit, it just fits him but he doesn't that's what this movie justifies he doesn't do it for the girl he just has a very good heart and okay. she points that out she's like you have a good that was my heart. favorite part when she says you're the good guy yeah and he's like no, no, no i'm not and it, she, he is though because he's right she, i don't i don't want to discount saved. that i'm not saying that he He's only staying in the resistance for Leia. He's only like, yes, he is a good guy. He he does believe that. But he he also is, you know, a gooey substance under a hard shell. Yeah. He's a hermit. I've I always yeah. I've called him a hermit with his I, dog. It's all he is. He's a tragic character and I love tragic characters. And I I just love sort of that contradiction. I I, I have other, you know, OPTs that I enjoy like that. Other characters that I ship where the, the male character is sort of a really sweet guy underneath but her to puts on this bravado and it's it's a, it's an interesting contrast I think because it's human why I love him why I love Bucky Barnes why I love yeah. all they're just little boys cream puff what little cream puff underneath what is the thing that Carrie said I don't even know I don't remember it was don't a long remember. time ago I used to have it I love Solo a lot I think it's a very good movie I think Going into it without any preconceived notions mm -hmm. helped me like it. If I went it's into funny. it, like, I'm going to love it. I would have been, I don't think as into it as I was. Because mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't care. Like, this was like the first Star Wars movie that I have been mm -hmm. alive for that I didn't go to the old, the midnight premiere. I was just like, I'll go see Solo on Thursday. I don't care. I don't need to go. Yeah. First thing. And normally I'm like, need to be there. Need to see it. Need to do all this. Yeah. Um, I think it's very interesting that Kira didn't die. Yeah, I thought she was going to die. Which, that's why it fueled my idea that, like, she could have, it could have been, like, the reason. She'd be 50, but okay. Again, don't shame my old mother. It, Your mother wasn't 50. Women now, have babies at 50 literally every day. Like, it can happen. Okay, so we, we have um, Janet Jackson was 50. Mm -hmm. Probably artificial insemination. You can still have kids when you're 50. I'm okay. just saying it's not, like, an outrageous okay thing and then um the darth maul confused the shit out of me until because i missed the robot legs mm -hmm. and so <laughs> darth maul emerged i went are you trying to tell me that they're saying han solo was this old when anakin was a child mm -hmm. and then my brother like i met my friend she goes I think he had a robot knee. And then my brother goes, no, he has robot legs. Like, you just didn't see the it's robot funny. legs. It's funny. I didn't see the robot legs, but I'd always heard in, like, fandom and I think in the comics something that he lived. Well, in Reb in the Clone Wars. That's it, lived. Clone Wars. That's it. And, Cl yeah. and yeah. the idea is that they're now prepping it for the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Oh. The Obi-Wan Kenobi's going to have to fight Darth Maul again. And so, I hope so. Which would be cool, and I'm super into that. But it was just funny because I saw that and was like, 
Are you trying to fucking tell me that Anakin Skywalker is younger? Than so Han people, and I don't know about your screening, but people in my screening went crazy oh. when he showed up. Well, it took everyone had my reaction where we were like, "What?" And then it was like it dawned on everyone because mm-hmm. every the first time you see him, I'm like what year is that like, when is this supposed to take place because they don't ever establish like the years in star yeah, wars they don't so i'm like is anakin like nine like what's going on and then like it my my friend who i was with was like i saw the robot nino he has like robot legs i was like okay i feel a little bit better because i just thought they were insinuating that han is older than anakin skywalker oh god no that would be awful i was like what year is this i'm so confused yeah. I thought it was funny i I realized halfway through the first game of cards, of course he's not going to win the, the Falcon at the beginning of the movie. It's going to be the end of the movie. So yeah. I like that it was like a rematch and that he, he well, cheated. Well, I'll tell the story since we don't know what, at what order these are coming out yeah. and if you decide to switch it. Um, my favorite thing that Alden Ehrenreich does, and he does it in real life too, it's not just in the movie, is Han, um, Han Solo slash Harrison Ford is always called it the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. It's never the Millennium Falcon. And so um, I really enjoy the fact that Alden Eichen, Aaron Reich, Jesus Christ, uh, calls it the Falcon. Yeah. And he does an interview. Like, we were, uh, me and Leah were watching interviews the other night, and he was calling it the Falcon. And I was like, he's doing it like Harrison Ford. He, really, like, he really did his research. He really, you know, and that's the dedicated actor that he is. He was discovered at a bar mitzvah by Steven Spielberg, and that is the most Jewish thing that can ever happen to you. Well, he um, was in, like, I was watching this thing, and they were talking about, and this is how big a nerd I am. Well, how big a nerd I was for this show. He was talking about his like first ever like credit, and he's like, "Yeah, I was in an episode of Supernatural," and they showed it, and I went, "He was in the Windingo episode." And my fr- and Leah was like, "What the fuck?" I went, "That's the Windingo episode. That's the second episode. Cory Monty dies in the woods, and like outlined the entire episode of Supernatural that he was in." And she just like looked at me like, "Why do you know the entire plot?" I was like, "I know the entire plot of like the first three seasons of Supernatural." And so, like, if I see a clip, I could tell you what episode it was. And as soon as he showed the clip, I went, I know exactly what one that is. That's pretty good. His brother gets eaten by a windingo in a tent when all of his friends go camping. Oh, my God. But Alden Ehrenreich is in it, and he, like, turns. How old is he? 28. How old is he now? No, I'm sorry. I thought you meant now. He's 28 now. Okay, yeah. I know he how... was, like, 15 when that Okay. Because he's just slightly older than I am. Okay, that's what I thought. So when you said that, I was like, what? Because I'll be 27. I don't. I think he just turned 28, so he's yeah. only, like, two years older than I am. No, that makes sense. Or a year older than me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because... He's as old as Han is supposed to be in Star Wars. <laughs> well, because Leah got mad at me because I was saying, I was like, oh, I assumed he was older. And I, like, made a comment, and she thought I was, like, insinuating that I... that. Uh, he's too young for me? And I went, no, I'm just saying I thought he was younger than he is. Like, I was like, I thought he was like 30. She goes, I thought, because I I guess her one friend is like, he's too young for me and he's like two years younger than Leah. And Leah's like, okay, chill out. Um, And so it was just funny because she went on this tangent about Alton Ehrenreich and I'm like, I was just pointing out that I thought he was 32 and he's 28. She was like, oh, okay. It's like, chill it's fine because then he was in beautiful creatures i have not seen that leah made me watch it because i was very worried about him as han and i was like she goes he's charming I'm like i know he's charming i've seen hell caesar and she goes no 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 you like he is very charming in everything i'll show yeah, it to you i've only seen him in period pieces because hell caesar obviously and then i saw him in oh what's the name of the movie but the one with warren beatty movie yeah rules don't apply 
Yeah, which is great in as well. Well, that was we were gonna watch that the other night because that's the that's the only other like big movie that he's done that we you should see it. It's good. It. He's great in it. Um, because I love Lily Collins too. Yeah, she's adorable in it too. Although, uh, I mean, it's a funny scene, but she does eventually have sex with Warren Beatty, and that's a large age gap. Mm. Yeah, it's a large age gap. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. But mm. yeah, uh, I really liked him a lot as Han. Yeah. Baby Butchin. He got a bunch of... Oh, you wanted to talk about... Yeah, so... I don't I, think he has a scar. I Yeah, so I didn't notice at the beginning, but in the, in the most part of the movie, which is obviously three years later, right? I swore, I was like, oh my God, he has a scar. And I didn't notice it before, so I didn't know if I didn't notice it before or they did it after because it would be believable that in the wars he got a scar. But you're saying that it's just Olden a mole. Olden Ehrenreich has like a thing on his chin. Okay. And it literally sits like right where Harrison Ford's scar is. So I think they just left it. That's so cool. He has a butt chin though too. So it's like, it's like a weird, like he's a lot of chin. I'm a chin person, so I always yeah. look at chins. And so... I think he just, he has a thing on his, he has like a mole on his chin and then he has his butt mm -hmm. chin. So between the two of them, it looked like enough of a scar. I don't think they ever yeah. gave him one. Oh, also, I really liked sort of the misdirect when Beckett's like, look me up on Tatooine. And you're like, oh, okay. And so it makes it seem like he's going to survive. But no. of course, it was just like, a, I think it was a misdirection. I like that. I love Larry Kazan. He's a wonderful screenwriter. I mean, he wrote, um, you know, Indiana Jones I also and Empire Strikes Back. He goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go help this big guy. <laughs> You're like, like, no, boy. Which means the fact that they didn't show Java makes me think they're gonna show. They're gonna make another one that's about Java. I think they will. I hope they don't, but they will. I hope they do, and it's more Lando and Chewie. That's the only reason, yes. Because that's the thing too. Is I because Lando knows all about that, so that means Lando was there. Yeah, and I, you get the feeling that you don't get the feeling that like they're not really friends at the end. Of this movie. Oh, no, they are. You think he calls him baby again. That's mm. my favorite thing is that he calls him baby. Oh, but okay. no, they're totally friends the whole time, but they're both smugglers who are survivors. Yeah. I just think so they, they would get to maybe become more friendlier before you oh, see no, him on I the mine. Because he's like on the mining community. Just, it's my friend of mine. I met once on an adventure. Well, no, but when you think about it, even when they're on Cloud City, it is the same exact uh, dynamic. That's true. Where it's like, oh, buddy, I'm going to fuck you over. Like, that's exactly their friendship. That's true. Is like, that's true. I love you. You're great, but I'm gonna fuck you over because I want to survive, and that's all they do to each other, and it is delightful. Donald Glover is oh, everything to he's me. Everything. Chewie is my still my favorite character. Um, oh my god! For Force Awakens, we didn't. Oh, we'll do it as a drop in. Hmm. We didn't talk about th his leg. Harrison Ford. We've talked enough about it. I don't think we need to. We've talked about that so many times. Yeah, but I just okay. That has been something we have covered <laughs> in detail that I'm like, eh. but sometimes people only listen to the episode. That's all. Just okay. drop in and be like, if you want to listen to the leg, we have a year long. <laughs> we have years of our podcast where we've talked about his leg. Yeah. No, it just reminded me because um, the actor who plays Chewie in this, whose name I can't say. Johan Jonas. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was on set that day in costume. And so he talked about in this interview recently for Solo that when the door went down on Harrison Ford's leg, he thought, I've just seen my childhood hero no more. Like, he thought, like, it had killed Harrison Ford right in front of him. I love him. They were doing those, like, Google completes. Mm -hmm. And him and Amelia Clark could not keep their shit together because 
the thing that they don't explain to the celebrities is like it's just google complete so it's like if you type in a word like you you type in jonas it'll like Mm -hmm. complete it for you so it's not complete sentences Mm -hmm. they all think it is so funny when they're not complete sentences so one of them is about how he went to penn state he goes didn't jonas whatever's last name in penn state like and that was the thing and they were like laughing their asses off for like 13 minutes and i was like it's it's autocomplete. It's just asking if you went to Penn State. <laughs> like, just, did you go to Penn State? That's They might have been doing it. press all day. Sometimes it makes you a little... No, but it happens on every one of those. The celebrities, oh. I don't think, realize that it just, like, auto-completes it. And, and they, they never Google sentence. They never Google? I think they're just not thinking it like a actual Google, but okay. they are actual Google searches. <laughs> it was just, it was so funny. Because me and my friend were like, they think it's the funniest shit, and it's literally just because... It's Google. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. So, um, where can they find you on social media, Rachel? Um, Unless there's anything else you want to talk about with this film. Well, I saw. I said I would talk about what happened to me. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I went to Philly Wizard World recently. Um, to the guy who played Chewbacca was there, and it was so funny because he took a picture with the hobbits, mm, and it I was the that. funniest thing ever. So the, funny. He's not even in the picture; it's just the hobbits. That guy's got a sense of humor. Oh yeah, he did it with my friend, and my friend, you could just see like. Like all of he the pictures me, are me, like the top. He ahead. said, "Me and my childhood heroes," and it cuts off his head. Yeah. It's so brilliant. And then there's, but there, my friend did one, and it's just literally like her eyes and her forehead and him. Like, it, like some of them are the funniest pictures I've ever seen because people are so, like, funny about it. Like, mm-hmm. if I took one, I almost did, and I was gonna just be like, "Can I just stand on a chair?" Because there's no way I'm in this shot, yeah. like, unless I'm on a chair. He's what six? No, he's seven feet tall. Oh, he's seven. I thought so he was like six ten. Straight up. A foot and wow. 12, 10 inches. I was going to say six ten, but I mean that's close two. to seven feet. Um, wow. No, so I went because Sebastian Stan was there. Mm-hmm. Did this whole thing. Did a GoFundMe so I could go because I was like, my grandma died. I'm depressed. I want to go. So I got the gold VIP. I didn't want to do platinum. I was like, because I was determined that Sebastian Stan hated me. I couldn't tell you why. I wonder why. I thought he hated me. I I see where they're coming from with that. Yeah, I like was like, this man can't stand me. Like he probably is gonna look at me and be like, Oh, this bitch. Security. Kind of. Uh but no, I walked into the room and he said my full name at me. Like not in like a we it gave me anxiety. So we start so like we have to line up for our VIP pictures at like nine in the morning. So we're standing in this line and all of a sudden we walk up and this guy's talking to everyone and I look, I'm like, Why the fuck is Sebastian Stan out here talking to us? He was just talking to the line. And of course, this one guy like monopolized the conversation. I pretended to not know that he was mm-hmm. there because I was like, I don't want to do this. He was talking to my one friend. Two things happened and it was the most meme moments of all time. So he goes, yeah, the last con I went to, like, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And everyone goes, oh, my God, what happened? He was like, no, it was the return flight. He's like, I don't like he's like, it was really, really turbulent. And I don't like flying and. I have like very visceral reactions of flying. I don't mm-hmm. like doing it. Yeah. And I went, Mm-mm, no. And I didn't mean to do it. And he like looked at me and I went, I don't like flying. So I hate that. He goes, yeah, me either. I was like miserable the whole flight. And then I looked and he's still looking at me and I'm like, stop looking at me. You're trying to figure out who I am. Stop looking at me. So I like looked down and then he starts talking to my friend and I hear him go, yeah, like what if they made Jurassic Park four? And I burst into the conversation because i heard dinosaurs and was like what about dinosaurs and like you can see in the video when he's talking about it that i have moved up like i have physically pushed my friends out of the way because someone said dinosaurs <laughs> and like meanwhile all my friends knew i was going to do it because i had flipped out because someone carried in a triceratops earlier 
like and they watch me go oh my god it's a dinosaur and like lose my shit and so then when he said dinosaurs i just was like excuse me i need to look at this dinosaur man so haven't i didn't really talk to him just kind of like stood back so i was like i don't know how he feels about me walk in the room and he goes oh rachel leishman i physically backed away from him like as i got close enough and then i backed up and he goes i went that gives me anxiety he's like no 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 i think you're funny and i was like okay good don't ever say my full name at me without saying you think i'm funny first that gives me like i my heart was gonna fly out my chest so then he i don't know how he ended up with the wine bottle the wine bottle was in his hands and i'm like how did you end up with the wine bottle? like he i think i walked in and he instantly took it from me (laughs) i was like you're i because in his mind i think the picture was him drinking the wine bottle and me standing there Mm -hmm. and i was like in what world so i was like no i'm gonna drink if you guys don't know i do my wine pictures where i cry over a picture of sebastian stan drinking wine and so I drank, I held up a whole bottle of wine and took the picture and he was like trying to stop me. And so I was like, okay, I'll see you at my photo op or I'll see you at my autograph. And I left. So then you go up, you go into the panel to ask questions. You have to line up. Like I stood the entire panel because that's how you have to get your question asked. They go through them all and all of a sudden the guy goes, okay, there's two questions left, meaning someone on the other side and then Mm. me. And I was like, great i'm the last question of this q a so he like is looking he's looking at the front row my friends are there and he like pointed the one because he knows her and then it the guy goes okay last question and you can hear me in the video go um oh hold on i'm too short and i'm like trying to adjust the microphone and i'm not looking up and i turn and look up and he because now that i've watched the video i saw what he was doing he didn't know what side the question was coming from and he looks at me and goes yes and then turns to completely face me and is and which he hadn't like faced anyone he kind of like did the turn thing like he turned his whole body to face me and goes your posts are absolutely hilarious so then i had like a target on my back because i'm in a room full of his fans (laughs) they all turn to be like who is this and i'm like great cool now i have to ask a question and so uh, I knew that he he went to stage door with like a friend of mine. Yeah. And she had said he sang like welcome in at something. And so I asked him if he remembered it. And he like looked at me like, no. So I was like, it's okay. If not, um, if you could do a musical on Broadway, what would you do? Because like I have an idea. And then I accidentally insulted him because I go, he was like, well, what's your idea? I was like, I want you to be Bobby and company. And he's like, I actually don't know company. So I explained the plot of company by being like, he turns 35. His friends are asking him what he's doing with his life. He's like, a mess and it's really sad but it's a really good musical and he goes so it's an autobiography thank you and i'm standing there like oops i didn't mean to insult you buddy um he answers he sings rent at me which i was like jesus christ um and then i go to my autograph he admitted he stole my joke he signed the bottle (laughs) because I, I brought, saw that yeah well i brought the covenant and he went mm. no and he put it down and would not sign the covenant for me because <laughs> he looked at me and was like i'm not signing this for you because he knew like i'm an idiot like it wasn't i think if some fan walked up and was like will you sign this he'd be like okay meanwhile it's me so he was like i'm not signing that you're doing it to be a douchebag i'm not signing the covenant um and so then we talked for a minute it was fun me and my friends decided we wanted tattoos so we went and got tattoos. And as I'm getting a tattoo, I look, he's commenting on my picture. And I'm like, 
and then I come to find out like he hadn't done that to anyone's and I'm like you asshole you want people to just like shit on me so then the next day I met Carl Urban I didn't really have anything to do with Sebastian Stan until like three and then that's when my friend and I were like he knows we're both from New York let's do a New York picture so I convinced her to let me do working girl and let me be Melanie Griffith and he was Harrison Ford and so I go to take the picture. He could not figure out how to stand. It ended up with him leaning most of his body weight on me, which I'm like, you're a giant. This is a mistake. And then we go to take, we took ours, which I didn't know what to do. And he was like, I'm tired. (laughs) And I was like, we'll just hug each other. And then I accidentally didn't hug him. It was like a disaster of like me not knowing how my body works and him being like, I'm so tired. I don't know what I'm doing. And so he tried to like, full body hug me and I was just like side hugging it and it was a mess and then we fake cried and then he hugged me and then I left and that was my weekend with Sebastian Stan I just realized when you were talking about him on Broadway I saw him on Broadway picnic or talk radio picnic oh you saw the shirtless wonder it was wonderful I ain't going to no picnic I didn't know who he was so I was like oh hello my favorite thing about that show is that they were aware of how bad that show was so they just every time I loved it oh that show was bad <laughs> I liked Picnic. But, but two of my friends went for him. Uh, and they both were laughing because they were like, every time I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to leave. He would come out shirtless and I'd be like, well, now I got to stay. <laughs> Just like sit back down. I mean, it's a play of its time. But oh, that body. I wanted that. That's He's the also oiled I up. Wanted. He's oiled that's, up through most of the play as well. That's the job I wanted. To oil him up? Yeah. The, whoever's job it was to just like, I'm guessing Sebastian he did Stan it himself. No, but Sebastian Stan comes off stage. You have to just have the oil ready so you can just... Maybe it's in a spray bottle. Spray himself down. Me too, Rachel. Me too. Oh, that would be the dream. I realized... I don't know if you've ever gotten this question, but mm-hmm. fans a lot of the time when you meet an actor will ask you what do they smell like? And me and my friend realized... No one's ever asked me what someone smells like. Oh my like. God, I get it all the time. And me and my friend who both like... The one who took the New York picture with me, mm-hmm. her and I both were literally like wrapped up in a hug like in his arms could not tell you what the boy smelled like and she goes neither could I. like she goes my brain wasn't like uh, i was like he just smelled like a dude like it was like it wasn't bad it wasn't like oh my god this like, it was just a man and so it was so funny because we both were like people are gonna ask us what he smelled i don't know i couldn't tell you i couldn't if he was near me i couldn't be like yeah that's what he's smell- i don't know maybe and he's just not a product person it was just so funny because i thought about it i'm like i I couldn't tell you. I will tell you I loved that hug. He hugged me like a tall person should not hug a short person, which means I was like all up in his business because he hugged like you when you're short, you're taller. So I don't know if you have this problem. I'm not tall. You're taller than like me. I am. So when a tall person goes to hug me, most of the time I just go for around the waist because I'm so short that if I don't go around the waist, I am awkwardly in your face. I it's just bodies. Mm-hmm. Well, he did the arm thing where he like you, I had to go like hug you to where like our faces were. It was a twice in a row, and I was like, okay, you don't know how to hug a short person because <laughs> this is a mess. I'm sorry, but that was my weekend. It Congrats. was crazy. Doesn't make any sense. We're all to me. happy for you, Rachel. Um, yeah, really, it was quite fun. Could have seen Chewbacca. That's okay. Next time. But I saw Luke Skywalker's son, so. Uh, one of the Hamill boys? No. Sebastian Stan. Oh, sorry. I didn't. Someone online legitimately changed Mark Hamill's children to say that Sebastian Stan was one of his children. 
That's funny. And Sebastian Stan thought it was funny, but it also like poor Sebastian Stan's dad. He's like, <laughs> sorry, dad, but Mark's my father now. <laughs> sorry, dad, my my dad's now Mark Hamill. Well, I mean, I do that to my dad because I say my dad is Jeff. No, Bridges. he he looks so much like him that if ever there was a movie a Star Wars movie and we didn't know he was going to be in it and he like walked out of a like a, a cave and the fa- and his feel- face was revealed we'd all go oh, it's Luke's son like that's it's crazy you're right like he looks well, just like him it was so funny because I guess someone was like are you going to do a young Luke Skywalker he goes yeah middle aged Luke Skywalker pretty much though so where can they find your beautiful pictures of you and Sebastian Stan me and Sebastian uh, on my Instagram it's Rachel underscore Leishman uh, or on Twitter which is Rachel Leishman where my yes. banner is, one of our pictures, uh, it uh, says XOXO. As you said on, on Instagram, I'm funnier on t- Twitter. Go, on, go follow me on Twitter. Twitter yeah. That was my favorite Instagram post. You were like, just go on Twitter. I'm funnier there. Well, that's like, especially <laughs> he doesn't have a Twitter and he thinks I'm so funny on Instagram. I'm like, bro, go to find my Twitter. It is funnier than every anything I've ever posted. Uh, you can find me attempting to be funny <laughs> uh, on the uh, Instagram's and the Twitters, as uh, some people call it. Uh, Lauren Milberger, L-U-R-E-N-M-I-L-B-E-R-G-E-R. Uh, you can find info on me and my other podcast. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram, Tumblr, and the Facebooks at uh, The Forecast Podcast. But on the Twitters, this is not, the joke is not funny anymore, um, at... Uh, <laughs> Uh, at uh, the forecast PC. So we're a little, little different there. And uh, we only have one more episode left before we take a little bit of a hiatus or two, mm-hmm. depending on when I post these. Uh, and uh, you can go online and win some solo prizes. And so the number you can put in is one. Oh my God, I was thinking the same thing. It's solo. <laughs> Mind melt, Rachel. My favorite thing is how all the interviewers just play ride and solo. Like, for the solo cast like they walk oh. in and it's like i'm riding solo <laughs> so i went solo. with my best friend zelda and um i thought i would like be funny by annoying her with really bad jokes so every time <laughs> there would be like a way to make a pun on the word solo i would and she would just like frown at me like i go i'm going to the bathroom now and i'm leaving you I come back, I go, hey, I'm back. And now you're no longer. And then the last one I made, she goes, shut the fuck up, Lauren. <laughs> She's like, okay, and that's enough. And I was like, I now have one. I can stop. She gave you too much. You would have done it the first time. And I would have just been like, that's enough of that. <laughs> well, we believe in the rule of threes. No. <laughs> that would be the no. I'm- but I was waiting for that reaction. Like I was doing it because I knew it pissed her off. <laughs> Because she's my bestie. I'd be like, no. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Lauren. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. I'm surprised my best friends haven't sent me puns because they know I hate puns, so they'll mm-hmm. just send me puns. I'm like, you guys are the worst. But these were bad. Like, they were not even really puns. They were just really bad jokes. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of like, you know, get a... All right, so uh, we'll see you in two weeks for uh, our next episode. Yep. Bye. Bye.